Sad breaking news, an autopsy report just in from the Los Angeles Medical Examiner's Office reveals that friend star Matthew Perry died as a result of, quote, acute effects of ketamine and subsequent drowning. Perry was found dead in his swimming pool. In October, authorities say no foul play was involved. CNN's Elizabeth Wagmeister is following this for us in Los Angeles. Uh, Elizabeth, what more does the medical report have to say? Hi, Jake. So the autopsy says that Matthew Perry did die from acute effects of ketamine and subsequent drowning. He was found face down in the pool at his own home, and authorities say that there was no foul play. Now, for the first time from this report, we are getting confirmation that the person who first found Matthew Perry was a live-in assistant who came home from running errands, saw him in the pool, propped up his body and called 911. Now this assistant did not report to 911 any illnesses, drug use or drinking, but what the report does say is that there was ketamine found in Matthew Perry's system and it was reported that he had been receiving ketamine infusion therapy to treat depression and anxiety. Oh, interesting. Okay, Elizabeth, stand by. I want to bring in uh, Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Um, Sanjay, so that's interesting because I know ketamine is sometimes used to treat um, depression and anxiety. Yeah. And Elizabeth says that he was getting ketamine infusions. Um, so this doesn't necessarily yeah. mean a drug overdose. It might mean that just an unfortunate prescription. Well, yeah, if you read the, the report, it's a pretty detailed report, about 30 pages. They do make the point that he, received, he was receiving infusion therapy of ketamine, which can be used to help treat depression and anxiety, but that the last infusion was probably about a week and a half earlier. Mm. And to give you some context, the half-life of ketamine is just, just a few hours. Oh, okay. So both things likely to be true here, Jake, that he could be receiving this infusion therapy, but it, it's not likely it had anything to do with, with what we're talking about here. Uh, as Elizabeth was just saying, I'll just put this up for you. This is what the... The report showed they have these these causes, these lists of causes of uh, death, things that contributed to his death. Ketamine, they say, is the, the acute thing, but drowning, remember he was in a pool, uh, coronary artery disease, which he had underlying, and also buprenorphine, which is a, a type of opioid. But what it really sounds like here, putting it together, and again, reading this entire report, he took ketamine, again, separate, it sounds like, from the infusion, he did have some evidence of ketamine, for example, in his stomach, so it sounds like he was taking that separate from that infusion therapy. And it's, it's an anesthetic-like drug, Jake. In fact, if you look at the levels of ketamine uh, that was found in his blood, uh, I can show you the levels and we can compare that to what general anesthesia typically uses. So he was around 3,200 or so nanograms. General anesthesia is you know, 1,000 to 6,000 nanograms. So he had a very high level of ketamine in his system. Having said that, still, uh, ketamine can cause someone to become very dissociated. In and of itself, it's not likely, typically, to lead to someone to die, except for the fact that he was also in a swimming pool. So it's ketamine and the pool, all these things combined. We talked to a few toxicologists. Here's how somebody put it. They said simply, the ketamine isn't likely what killed him, but made it rather possible for him to drown. Hmm. So really sad, Jake. But that's how it sounds. That's what sounds like happened here. Does it sound like he was self-prescribing? Are these medicines that are that he might use to get over his his anxiety and depression? Or I mean, I've also heard of ketamine being used, obviously, as club drugs. Uh, so right. I, I mean, I, recreationally. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, I think both things can be true. It's, it can be an effective use of a drug for depression and anxiety, and it sounds like he was getting that through an infusion and, you know, into, into his bloodstream. But you can also take it as a, as a club drug. They make a point that they don't know how he was taking it, the route uh, in which he was taking it, but they did find trace amounts in his stomach as well. So um, it's likely that both those things were true. He was getting it as a therapy, but also taking it on his own, misusing it. Yeah, and, and ultimately leading to his drowning. Elizabeth, uh, Matthew Perry uh, was very open about his struggles with drugs. He, in fact, said that uh, before he died, he said that uh, if he were to be known for anything, it would be he would want to be known for helping individuals who are also dealing with addiction. Absolutely, and this is such a sad ending to Matthew Perry's life. As you said, Jake, he was incredibly open about his struggle with addiction. In his memoir that came out about a year ago, he went into great detail about this lifelong struggle. He said that he had been to rehab 15 times. He spent millions of dollars on his journey to sobriety. And as you said, what he wanted to be remembered for was just helping others. In fact, just earlier this week, his friend's co-star, Jennifer Aniston, she gave an interview and she said she was texting Matthew Perry the morning of his death. She said he was happy, he was healthy, and that is really what she wants everybody to know and to remember him by. It's the tragic story. Dr. Sanjay Gupta and CNN's new uh, entertainment correspondent, Elizabeth Wagmeister, uh, thanks to both of you. Really appreciate it, even if it's for a sad story.